The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to the Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders on how to take your company, firm, or practice to the next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, your Smart Moves Coach, getting you on the right track, keeping you on the right track, and making sure you don't get sidetracked. Here's a Smart Moves tip for budding entrepreneurs. No matter what your reason for wanting to start your own company, you must develop a solid foundation to succeed. It will provide you with a roadmap to follow as you build your business. My guest today helps budding entrepreneurs lay that foundation. He is Jim Reed, president of Momentum Texas, a nonprofit with a primary focus on training to empower veteran entrepreneurs who wish to start or grow a business. This innovative program promotes economic growth and community development practices throughout Texas, as well as giving returning veterans from Iraq and Afghanistan a real head start. You will be inspired by the success stories of this program. Welcome, Jim. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Well, it's great to be on the show. I appreciate the opportunity, Marsha. Okay, well, let's start with the first uh, question, which is, what prompted you to found, uh, to found Momentum Texas? What was the story behind that? Well, I, I, um, Momentum Texas is based in Dallas, Texas, and I came to Dallas in the mid-'80s, uh, recruited to be an assistant city manager. And I worked for about six years for the city, had about 4,000 employees, and I enjoyed that, but it wanted to do something different and and stay in the area because my daughter was in uh, finishing up high school. So I, um, with a with a blessing of the then city manager, I created a nonprofit called the Southern Dallas Development Corporation. Mm-hmm. And my game plan was to do that for five years, and I ended up providing alternative finance to small business in Southern Dallas and. Uh, for about, uh, and throughout the, eventually throughout the state of Texas for about 15 years. And I created three or four small corporations that, uh, all of them with a mission of providing alternative finance for small business, mm-hmm. a place to go where the bank says no. So <laughs> it okay. uh, came time to retire in, in uh, 2005, and I thought about it and said, I don't want to retire. I mean, I got a ton of energy and, uh, uh, and vision, and, and uh, I want to keep at it. So 
I founded Momentum uh, Texas with the twin focus of uh, community development, particularly in financial education and promoting entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so that was, that was kind of the the genesis of it. it was uh, I did what any uh, other entrepreneur did. Uh, 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 Created my own opportunity in terms of uh, of uh, focusing on a business. Okay, so so that's how you, you, how you you moved into uh, founding Momentum of Texas, and I like the idea that you said, um, like any entrepreneur, you create an opportunity. So why don't we now tell the listeners uh, what is the overall program at Momentum Texas, uh, and maybe you can give a little examples of that as well. Sure. Well, um, kind of the genesis of the main focus of Momentum Texas, which is promoting entrepreneurship, uh, came when I had the opportunity to speak at a conference in the Madeira Islands to about 120 people from uh, 20 different countries on what the United States does to promote entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And I did the research for that talk, went to the Madeira Islands and gave it, and uh, came back with the the idea that... uh, from, based on my research, that cities particularly try to spend a lot of money trying to attract business. Mm-hmm. They've learned uh, that the, the best way to build businesses within their community is to retain and grow the businesses they have, but mm-hmm. there hasn't been enough attention put on how you start new businesses. So mm-hmm. I founded Momentum Texas with the uh, based on the twin uh, um, mission of, of uh, helping entrepreneurs and also helping the community development process. And on the community development side, some of the things that I've did, I've, I had a particular focus on financial education uh, to empower people. And I uh, created some a program called Bank on Dallas that uh, uh, got 30,000 people into the banking system that were previously unbanked. And then I created a program of outreach for the uh, city in the United Way to get more people to utilize the earned income tax credit. And Dallas residents were leaving about $80 million on the table at that time in terms of uh, income that they could have gotten through this mechanism. So those were the programs on community development. And then in entrepreneurship, I, I really did two programs. I, I uh, convinced the state in five cities to uh, launch a program to create an entrepreneurship support system in uh, Abilene, Corpus, El Paso, Lubbock, and Tyler. So I worked with those five cities and a grant from the state of Texas. And then when pre- President Obama had his stimulus package, I developed an entrepreneurship stimulus package. The only mm-hmm. difference between the two was um, his had seven more zeros. And <laughs> And this stimulus package was focused again on southern Dallas, where it's an area of about 200,000 people and has uh, 50% of the population of Dallas and 10% of the commercial tax base. Okay, so you can see there's a gap. And I did a business plan competition, entrepreneurship boot camp, a coach's uh, uh, training program, and an access to capital program. So that was kind of the... As a focus, and I, I it maintained a focus throughout my career after the city, and, and particularly on helping women and minority-owned businesses uh, get access to capital. Right. And so uh, what were some of the ki- businesses, uh, kinds of businesses that took advantage of uh, of this opportunity, 
Um, were they uh, 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 small? I assume there were small businesses. What, what, were, what did they do? What were some of the services or products that they provided? Uh, yeah, we, a, a technology company, uh, uh, catering. They typically were more lifestyle businesses, okay, uh, instead of uh, quick, uh, 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 really growth-oriented businesses. But I did have some, you know, technology uh, companies that took advantage of the early entrepreneurship programs and so forth. So it it varied quite a bit. But uh, this this work with entrepreneurs provided my background for uh, setting up the uh, uh, the program specifically targeted for veterans. Okay, so let's uh, move on to that because that is what what is. Um, it's current, and I know it does a great deal of good. Um, before we get into the program, uh, well, let me ask you this. What, when did you decide to focus entrepreneurship training for the military? And the more important is why. Why did you do that? Okay. Well, number one, I've, I've been a, uh, a veteran myself, and uh, I really I served a couple of years in the Army Airborne, after Korea and before Vietnam. So I had, you know, some, um, I, I was a veteran, had that experience. Uh, mm-hmm. And in, in, in 2009, I, I, I noticed that veterans had a higher unemployment rate than the uh, rest of the population. The average veteran rate was 2% over the average. Women's veterans was about 5%. And veterans returning from Iraq and Afghanistan they hovered, their unemployment rate hovered around 20%. So, number one, there is a, a need in terms of creating uh, income and employment opportunities for veterans. Mm-hmm. The second point is that almost everybody had responded to, to this need by helping veterans get jobs. That's, mm-hmm. that's natural, okay? Um, but uh, the focus that I had was, why not focus on veterans, training veterans to set up their own businesses, create their own jobs, or conversely, if it was already a veteran-owned business, help that business grow because they tend to hire more veterans. So that was the basic uh, premise of, the, of, of our, our veteran initiative, that one uh, opportunity to deal with the issue of unemployment among veterans was to create programs that, that train uh, and veterans in entrepreneurship. So um, tell me, um, before, I know we're going to get into the actual program, the programs that you provide, and that will be at the next segment, but um, are these veterans, uh, can you give me sort of a, 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 an overview of the, the veterans who have taken uh, advantage of this program? Are they young? Are they old? Do they sure. Uh, well, originally, you know, and I started writing grants in 2009. I didn't get funded until May of 2010, so I had to go after, try two or three different tries and getting this program funded. But initially, the way I conceived the program was targeting it to the uh, uh, returnees uh, from Iraq and Afghanistan, Operation Enduring Freedom and Operation Iraqi Freedom. OIF, OEF. Um, and I sent a grant into the state of Texas, Texas Workforce Commission, to focus on that group. Uh, they funded me for the first year for 200000 but they said, look, you, you have to deal with all veterans. This grant has to provide all veterans the opportunity for entrepreneurship. And surprisingly enough, if you, if you look at the demographics of the first 
1,200 or so veterans that took the program, about 10% of them were from the Vietnam era. Mm. So there's some older veterans that are taking advantage of this. I'd say 45% are from Vietnam to 9-11, and the other 45% are from 9-11 to the, you know, the current conflicts in uh, just route winding down in Iraq and Afghanistan. So that was a surprising demographic for me. And uh, about 15% of people who attended the course were training uh, in the first four years or vet, were women entrepreneurs, mm. and uh, that's uh, uh, also an interesting number. And I'd say about 40% uh, were African-American entrepreneurs. So I had some mm. interesting demographics come out of it. But generally, I, you know, I targeted to uh, newly returning veterans, but it was really open to all veterans. Right. And um, are you seeing that – so this, the uh, demographics you gave, are they – when you started, or are they? Are you seeing consistency in that now that the program is what four or five years? Um, well, I think the two things have happened. The uh, number one, there there is uh, um, a lot of the, uh, the program attendees, particularly in the larger cities, are veterans who are already in business and wanting to grow their business. So that's uh. been kind of a trend. The second thing, I am seeing more younger veterans because. In, in uh, Texas, there are already about 200,000 veteran-owned businesses. But okay. every year, uh, there are 35,000 veterans returning to Texas, Texas that are being discharged. And of that number, about according to SBA, about one out of four is interested in entrepreneurship. So in the larger cities, I'm seeing more existing veteran businesses get active and uh, lately, I've been seeing an increase in terms of the young, younger veterans and the women-owned veterans taking the course, because I had a specific initiative in 2013 for women uh, veterans who uh, want to grow their business. Well, at, this is a great time uh, for a short break. Um, this is Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves coach. You're listening to The Business Edge, taking the growing pains out of growth on Voice America's business channel. When we return, uh, Jim is going to go deeper into the programs uh, that he's providing to um, uh, uh, veterans uh, who are starting a business or who, who want to grow a business. Stay tuned. will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidle, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. 
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back, listeners. This is Marsha Zeidel your Smart Moves Coach, and you're listening to The Business Edge. My guest is Jim Reed, CEO of the nonprofit Momentum Texas, with a mission to build communities and grow entrepreneurs. And in the first segment, we, he talked about um, uh, the, uh, why he started this, this program and how it evolved. And so now we're going to get into more of, of a depth. So um, I know, Jim, that you started this specifically in Dallas and then it grew into other cities. Uh, can you tell the listeners about how that happened? Oh, sure. I'd be glad to. Well, first, in, in Dallas, the, the way I set up the program initially was that uh, there would be three different choices for veterans who wanted to be entrepreneurs. One choice, I had a five-Saturday program called Jumpstart Your Business, mm-hmm. and that's for four hours on five Saturdays successively. And the program is an off-the-shelf program. It was developed by the Kauffman Foundation in Kansas City, and they're the number one foundation in the United States for uh, promoting entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So I, I use this existing program. I have two trainers that are trained in, in facilitating the program, and, and to date, I've run about 10 uh, groups of veterans and uh, typically uh, 12, 13 attendees through this five-Saturday program. So one initial focus was the uh, Jumpstart Your Business five-Saturday program. The second program that I uh, carried out for veterans was a one-day entrepreneurship boot camp. Mm-hmm. And the entrepreneurship boot camp uh, in Dallas typically had uh, – uh, six experts, uh, two focused on management, two focused on marketing, and two focused on money. So mm-hmm. the, the three M's, basic M's of business, were, were covered in that uh, in that uh, uh, segment. And then the third uh, 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 course I had was called Resource Link, and what that did was give uh, more specific information in, into networking. Uh, use of social media marketing, uh, the importance of, of, of networking, the importance of understanding business trends, of, uh, of um, being able to track your finances and so forth, and, and so, and alternative funding. So each one was conceived as a little step upward. The, the initial five Saturday group in terms of really getting a focus in your business, the entrepreneurship boot camp to, to plug you into the latest uh, information on segments, and then the resource link to give further development to the the veteran entrepreneur. And my thought was that, you know, I would assess the veterans and put them in different tracks. The fact of the matter is that the program evolved. uh, Veterans, they could attend all three courses. They need a ton of help in terms Mm -hmm. of starting their business. So that was kind of my first lesson learned. (laughs) Um, And then... um, 
I, as I mentioned, I started doing this in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Right, right. And if you're a, um, a private person running a business, your goal is to make a, a profit. Mm-hmm. If you're a nonprofit, your goal is to change lives. And if you have a contract with somebody that's just giving you money, like the state of Texas, Texas workforce has given me, you have certain targets to achieve in terms of the number of people that you affect. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't reaching my targets the first year. I was really trying hard in outreach, but I said I wasn't getting the number. It says, well, what am I going to do, okay? <laughs> I said, well, why don't I set up the first ever Texas Veterans Business Summit? So okay. in May of, of uh, uh, 2011, I organized the first ever Texas Veterans Business Summit, uh, targeted marketed to veteran entrepreneurs throughout Texas, and it was a very successful event, and I had 150 attendees. So I was I was meeting my numbers, and then I said, why don't I blow my numbers out of the water? So at the summit, I had attendees from El Paso and from Colleen. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, that's one way to grow the program is to take them to where the veterans are. So uh, subsequent to the summit in the first year of operating this program, I, I took uh, one-day entrepreneurship boot camps to uh, Fort Hood and Fort Bliss, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, Colleen and El-, El Paso. And basically, it was a one-day entrepreneurship boot camp focused on, on as again, on management, marketing, and money. But I varied the uh, this and the participation. I brought. I, I went to the boot camp. Brought two experts with me, and one in management, one in marketing. And I know a lot about alternative finance. And then I had three experts from the local community participate right. in the uh, workshop, so that there was some residual for the veterans uh, of resources directly in their area to help them out. And in each instance, before doing the boot camps in in uh, in El Paso and and, and Clean, uh, Fort Hood, Fort Bliss, uh, I uh, went to the community and had a planning meeting. Mm-hmm. And I, had a, I had a planning meeting with the local resource persons and veteran organizations persons, so that there were some uh, people within the community that helped me on outreach, helped me set the date, helped me set the location, shape the program, and so forth. So. When you're doing, when you're a small organization operating in multi-markets, you've got to generate resource people in those markets to help you carry out your job or it's not going to work. So, uh, you know, that's what I did in the first year, do the statewide summit and, and, and besides the programs in the DFW area and these two boot camps at Fort Hood and Fort Bliss. Well, I know uh, we're going to get move into. Uh, you talked more about you know the growth of the Texas Viz, uh, uh, Vet Biz. Wow, I better get that right, Texas <laughs> Vet Biz. But I want to comment because um, I let you. You know, you talked about your the obstacles that you you were finding and how you turned those obstacles into opportunities and how you. Gain other the support of others to to make your vision and mission uh, a reality. Um, did that just come? Na- I'm just. Did that just come natural to you, or is that something that you learned <laughs> well, over I, the I, years? I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm used to mobilizing resources in terms of uh, of how you attack a problem. Okay, and if you can get other people to help you and involved and engaged, gives you a better uh, chance. 
And I'm also a firm believer that you don't just walk into community and say, I'm here to help. You you, you go and have a planning meeting, talk about what you want to do, get people engaged, and then use that as the basis for, you know, carrying out work in that community. So, um, you know, I just followed those uh, principles as I was expanding the program in the first year. And um, um, so are we at the point now where you are going to talk about the tech's vet biz, or is there something um, – where does that fit in now? Well, uh, you know, it, two things. Uh, one is I have a general attitude that these businesses need to grow or or find the or business person find something else to do. You all got, you have to be focused on how you grow your business, uh, particularly if you want to either generate more revenues or have a greater impact as a nonprofit. So, as I moved from a focus on the DFW to these more statewide uh, uh, programs, mm-hmm. I, I had the, the idea in my mind of, of of the vision of creating the Texas Vet Biz Program. So I went in and I predicted the domain name. I was really surprised because the the, the Veterans Administration uses the uh, the name VetBiz. Okay, that's their name for programs to assist veterans. So I went in to put and and, and added Texas in front of it, Texas VetBiz. And I thought for sure I'm not going to get that domain name. <laughs> and, <laughs> Guess and what? Surprisingly enough, nobody had it. So uh, you know. Serendipity. I I, uh, had this vision of going statewide, and then I I actually had a programmatic uh, brand for what you would call it. And the other thing in terms of this going statewide, I knew I needed other resources to help me. I've gotten a tremendous uh, help from the SBA office. If there's an SBA representative in the community, I, I have them convene the local meeting if there's not, I work with a local small business development center that's connected with SBA. So two of my best resource partners have been SBA itself or the small business development centers connected with SBA. The other resource that was unusual is the Federal Reserve Bank. I have mm-hmm. a very good relationship with the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas. So the Federal Reserve Bank, uh, we've held summits the Federal Reserve Bank in Dallas and in Houston. And the Federal Reserve Bank has done a lot of the printing of events for me. So they've been, they've been very gracious in absorbing the printing cost for this outreach of the Texas Vet Biz Program. And, and of course, as I say, the third group of allies is, is local business service providers and veteran entrepreneurs within the communities that I'm working because they, they need the resources. We're, we're a small nonprofit. I have myself and other full part-time person. I have a couple of trainers that probably work 5% of their time. The rest of the effort is carried out by 150 volunteer business services providers and veteran entrepreneurs. Oh. Wow. Well, you know, um, you've given a great synopsis of where you started 
and where you end up. And I think this is a story for most entrepreneurs because we may start small and then as you get your feet wet and you learn things, you start changing and you start growing. So um, we are going to take a short break now. Uh, this is Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves coach. You're listening to The Business Edge, taking the growing pains out of growth on Voice America's business channel. When we come back, um, Jim is going to be going into the primary focus of the program and also talk about how to, you know, if there's others who want to start this in their state, how to contact him. So stay tuned. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, this is Marsha Zotto, your Smart Moves Coach, and you're listening to The Business Edge. My guest is Jim Reed, CEO of the nonprofit Momentum Texas, with a mission to build communities and to grow entrepreneurs. And now we're going to get into the program that has been that uh, Jim is uh, focusing on now. It's the Texas Vet Biz Program. And can you tell the listeners about it? Because I, there's some great things that you are doing. Well, sure. As I mentioned previously, during the uh, first year, my focus was on the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but I had added a a, a business summit. Uh, uh, 
statewide Texas Veteran Business Summit mm-hmm. and boot camps at Fort Hood and Fort Bliss. In the second year of the program, I continued the expansion and uh, added additional boot camps in Corpus Christi and Tyler. Mm-hmm. And Tyler was a great example because we had a boot camp there in 2012, and then leaders in the Tyler community, especially Lieutenant General of retired uh, Army uh, uh, furlough, uh, decided they wanted to institutionalize this, and they went to the community college and got the resources to continue every year to do a Tyler boot camp. So that was uh, terrific. And uh, then in 2013, I kind of shifted. During the first two years of the program, I called it the Dallas-Fort Worth Business Assistance Program, but I was adding these other components. And in, in 2013, I said, it's now fully the Texas Vet Biz Program. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me- demonstrate that it was a statewide program, uh, I added five additional cities. Uh, first, in, in Houston and in San Antonio, I did a regional veterans business summit, somewhat similar to the Texas Veterans Business Summit I carried out in Dallas. And the way those summits are organized is we have a a, a, a plenary session, uh, in this case, a plenary session in, in Houston and San Antonio was devoted to access to capital. And we had Axion Texas, a great micro lender. We had the People Fund, a great micro lender in our city. And we had uh, Sumalonia Patriot Express, who's the largest Patriot Express lender in the country. She's done 30,000 loans. She's based in California. They're in the plenary session. And then we broke the veterans into three tracks, okay? Not mm-hmm. everybody's at the same stage of business growth. So first there was an exploring explorer track for mm-hmm. veterans who wanted to find out, you know, how to just start a business. Then there was a contractor track who, who uh, for veterans who are already in business and are seeking major federal contracts. Mm. And uh, that, so that we really try to uh, give, give the veterans the opportunity, to, you know, to engage in, in, in business development at the point that they were at in their own development. And uh, we typically had panels with uh, 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 three experts, again, uh, in, in two different segments, talking with these veteran entrepreneurs. And actually, in these segments, the veterans learn a lot from each other because uh, we, we encourage engagement. And actually, you know, the best entrepreneurs, they're consummate networkers, and they're always working and learning from each other. So we try and facilitate that, too. And that was part of the uh, of these two summits in, in Houston and in uh, San Antonio. Uh, and then we took the entrepreneurship boot camp idea that we had done previously at Fort Hood and Fort Bliss and in Corpus Christi and Tyler, mm-hmm. and we expanded that to three additional cities. Uh, we took the boot camps to uh, Abilene near Dias Air Force Base. We took it to the lower Rio Grande Valley where there's a big uh, uh, segment of entrepreneurs, a uh, big population segment in, in within Texas. And then we took it to uh, Lubbock, Texas. And also the third year, we added a woman, specifically a woman's veteran business entrepreneurship boot camp targeted to women veteran entrepreneurs. And uh, that was very successful. We had uh, a couple of general officers speak at that, Major General uh, Mary Saunders, who's their U.S. Air Force retired and, and worked at Texas Women's uh, 
uh, uh, uh, Texas Women's University. Right. And a recently retired uh, Brigadier General from the Army, Robin Aiken, who had served, uh, last served in Korea. So, um, you know, those were, that was really the, uh, uh, the, the third uh, year of the program. And I'd say we have, and stepping back, we've gotten great support from general officers that are retired and carrying out this program. In segments of the uh, different summits in, in, uh, in Dallas, the first year we featured Major General um, James Williams, who is uh, retired from the Marine Corps and has commanded the 4th Marine Division in Iraq. And uh, last year's summit, we had as our keynote speaker Admiral Patrick Walsh, who also retired to Dallas. And when he retired, he was the commander of the Pacific Fleet. So I said our big allies have been uh, SBA, the Federal Reserve Bank, local business services providers and veteran entrepreneurs, and then retired general officers. So, uh, you, you know, it seems to me that um, you may want to talk a little more about the program, but an observation is to get this not only off the ground, but to bring it to the point where it is today, um, I commend you, and I would imagine you, you are a great networker. <laughs> <laughs> you would have to be a great oh, networker. Oh, yeah, no, I really work at networking, and, and uh, yeah, I would... I, uh, I've, I've, when I was doing a lot of work with minority and, and, and veteran and, and women-owned businesses, I did get uh, an award from SBA as the uh, women, uh, Minority Small Business Champion of the Year in 2011. So I spent a lot of time networking, and and uh, I have two different networking groups here in Dallas. I go to a, a, a weekly Friday morning formation. That's an mm-hmm. hour-and-a-half networking experience every week and then a monthly Veterans in Business Luncheon. So I'm a believer in networking, and I work at it, and you never know when you're going to make a connection. I was flying back recently from a recent uh, uh, planning trip and sitting next to me on the, on the uh, that gentleman, inquired this gentleman. He said he was a veteran, okay? And he connected me with, at a luncheon with the military officers of, of uh, World Wars Association, and I met uh, at that meeting uh, Major General Ricardo Sanchez, who I'm going to involve in my summit uh, this year in uh, in San Antonio. So networking pays off, and you, you just never know where you're going to make a connection that helps. And I think this is an important uh, point for entrepreneurs uh, and, and small businesses that are growing because – I think there's a tendency for people to just hunker in and try to try to do what they want, you know, what needs to be done in their business. But it's really the people that you meet that can that can uh, uh, help you grow your business as well as connect you with with others who can be of support. And so, uh, Jim, you are the epitome of a great networker and a great entrepreneur. Um, well, I met you at a networking breakfast, and and uh, at which I won in the coaching award. That I was glad to get from you, and uh, you helped me look in the mirror at my own business and decide. You know, I was working too much in the business and had to work on it more. So, you, it's important to network. It's also important to get coaching and help from other uh, uh, veterans or other entrepreneurs who can help you in this process of growth. 
Well, thank you, and and I think that's that's the value of networking. Um, we have a couple more minutes. Uh, is there another program that you would like to highlight? And then I know you're going to tell the uh, the uh, the listeners how to contact you. So, what well, might be another program? Well, the, just to, actually, I'd like to mention what I'm doing currently in this year in the Texas okay. Ed Biz program. This year, I've, I've expanded it to two existing cities. We're going to go to uh, uh, Wichita Falls. Uh, where Shepherd Air Force Base is near there, and we're going to uh, Texarkana uh, to enable the uh, veterans at the Red River Army Depot to uh, be involved in what we do uh, and and grow as entrepreneurs. And then finally, in Austin this year, we're going to have the first ever women's veterans entrepreneurship uh, boot camp. That will be a statewide effort targeted uh, uh, right at targeted specifically to women veteran entrepreneurs, and we've gotten some additional uh, support from the Meadows Foundation in Dallas to accomplish that goal. Well, um, you've given such a great overview of the how you help veterans and minorities, uh, business owners grow their business, and um, so so. I tell the listeners how to contact you uh, to get to to maybe tap your wisdom, and there may be I'm sure there are listeners from other states besides Texas who would like to start this kind of program. So, uh, Jim, before we we leave, how can people contact you? Well, um, first, uh, the we've got a website, uh, momentumtexas.org, uh, and you can go into the website and and. Uh, um, I've got a YouTube video there, and you can uh, do that. I've got a Facebook page, Texas Vet Biz, and you can go to the Facebook page. Uh, and, of course, my uh, I have an email address, the, the initial J, R-E-I-D, all one word, at Momentum, M-O-M-E-N-T-U-M, Texas spelled out T-E-X-A-S, all one word, org so J read at momentumtexas.org and I got a cell phone that I'm available 24/7 on and uh, it's a 214-773-4663 so the 214-773-4663 so I'm willing and able to you know talk to people anywhere in any place that are interested in promoting veteran entrepreneurship and uh, Next week, we will take the, the program out of Texas on March 15th, and I have our, our first veteran entrepreneurship boot camp in Shreveport and uh, uh, serving Barksdale Air Force Base. So we're, I, you know, um, I love the program. I'm passionate about helping veteran entrepreneurs and be glad to help people in other cities and other states who are interested in this type of program in their area. Well, I want to thank you so much, Jim, uh, because you have uh, a wonderful uh, program um, that is helping the state of Texas, and I'm sure that can help other states as well. And uh, this is just a plug for networking. I would not have met Jim and brought him on the program uh, uh, unless because we have met at an entrepreneur breakfast. And so, um, the Jim, uh, keep networking and keep uh, the keep uh, um, the training uh, entrepreneurs and veterans because you do such a good job. Thank uh, you so much. Thank you, uh, Marcia. Appreciate the opportunity. 
Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at SmartMovesCoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back, listeners. This is Marsha Zotto, your Smart Moves Coach. And next week's show is the importance of reputation management. Meaningful business comes from meaningful relationships. But how are meaningful relationships really created? And what is it that really needs to be managed? Mike Muni, the co-founder and co-inventor of ACT, the product that originally created the entire relationship management software category and to date has sold over 10 million copies worldwide to PC users, dispels the notion of thinking that any type of relationship can really be managed regardless of whether it's personal or business. There will be no holds barred look at the state of relationships today and what it takes to distinguish oneself and win. Tune in Wednesday, March 19th at 11th Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Now it's time for Marsha's Musings. Lessons from the Maestro. Is it time to make employee engagement a priority for you and your business? Because highly committed, skilled performers will be the engines for your growth. What can we learn from a model of high performance, a well-calibered, fine-tuned symphony orchestra? The former maestro of the New York Philharmonic, Lauren Mizell, talks about focusing the energies of a sophisticated workforce, in this case, highly talented musicians. Here are some questions from a USA Today interview with Mizell. 
Can you apply his wisdom to how you as a leader can positively engage your staff? Question, how do you get players to strive for your goals? Answer, leadership is about respect. The way to get it is to know the musical score and understand the problems that they will encounter playing it. So listeners, as a leader, what is the musical score of your company? Its key priorities. Do you communicate them to your people? How do you help them align their performance with their goals? Question. So, success rides on the expectation of subordinates. Answer. Of course, but the boss can't ask for it. For it. it will be accorded to him not because he's been vested with it, because he knows his job, knows his business, knows and respects the people who work for him. Players know that I know what it means to do to battle with an instrument. I know that no one wants to do anything but his best. So as a leader, do you know your people's battles that keep them from doing their best are their instrument and resources, skills, knowledge, fine-tuned or auto-tuned? Question, do you treat everyone the same? Answer, I try to treat everyone fairly but not the same. Oboe players are different than trombonists. There's more similarity between oboe players from various nations than there are between oboe players and trombonists from the same country. As a leader, do you treat everyone the same? Or do you treat your people differently but fairly? Can you distinguish between your oboe players and your trombonist? Question, what about that day when it seems like everyone is in the pits, is unmotivated? Answer, that's projection. I noticed in my long career that if I really tired or stressed out, that it's felt. Everybody gets into that mode, and pretty soon they're playing as poorly as I'm conducting. I have learned to come to rehearse fresh energetic, projecting enthusiasm. That's my job, to energize the players to their best. Therefore, as a leader, how do you come to work most days? Sluggish or energetic? Stressed out or calm and focused? How do you energize your employees to give their best? Finally, question, what advice would you give talented young conductors? Answer, If they want to learn to become good leaders, they should learn to become good followers. Sit in the orchestra and learn how depressing it is to find yourself trying to follow someone you cannot respect either professionally or personally. As a leader, when was the last time you saw the world from your staff, from its point of view? What are the challenges they are facing every day, and how can you make their job more satisfying? So here's your smart moves tip. According to Mizell, here are the three keys to be an effective leader. One, don't demand respect. Earn it. It will be more long-lasting. Two, don't be nice to curry favor. Be nice just to be nice. Three, don't demand perfection. Demand passion. Listeners, If employee engagement is a top priority for you, then get my new article, Five Reasons Why Employees Are Not Engaged. Send an email to Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com with the word engagement in the subject line. Or call me at 972-380-9180.
1-800-227-8281. You're listening to Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. And with my favorite quote, there are three kinds of people in this world, those who make it happen, those who let it happen, those who asked what happened, which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. Call me now for a free consult at 972-380-9181 or email Marsha. M-A-R-C-I-A at smartmovescoach.com. Thank you for listening. Tune in every week, 11 a.m. Pacific, for The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves executive coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. Remember, innovate, improve, ignite, or die. Make smart moves. This is Marsha, your Zidal, your smart moves coach. Stay tuned for next week's program, The Importance of Reputation Management. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy taking your business to the next level. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.